Okay, so we're back with racing stories. Um, you gotta hold that. If you could talk to it, so we can hear you. Um, what was the last uh, story that you were gonna tell me with you and David? It's about uh, I had a friend of mine. They had a uh, Plymouth Sports Fury with a three eighty three with a four speed, and. Uh, we, uh, he is another guy in Reville, a, a guy named June A. Durham, who had a black uh, sports fury. And so they kept on each other about running each other. And so, uh, so they, they kept, they kept on to one night, they, they got together down at Chameau and went up to the top of the hill at the rock quarry out at Wentworth. And we used to run from the rock quarry down to uh, where Shimo was, or Lynn's Tire Barn. So that Oh, night, wow. And it was about, see, it done been built up. Yeah. So there was about 50, 60 people out there at the... Uh, That's still a good little straightaway. Sitting there watching it. So... They go up there, and uh, they roll off the first time, and uh, didn't get it right. So they rolled off the second time, and June outrun him about maybe a fender. And so they go back up there, and uh, roll off the second time, and. June Ed got him a, a, a little more. Uh, what was he driving? He was driving. Uh, he had a Plymouth Sports Fury, 383 with a four speed. David, no, the other guy. David was driving a Sports Fury. Oh, they both had the they same were, car. They were competing. They, yeah. David was driving and June A was driving his. And it hadn't been built up until uh, everybody like racing was out there watching it on the, on the hill at, at the. Uh, Oak tree, and so, uh, and usually when you usually when we run out there, we would send somebody down towards freeway in a fast car. Like I said, in three ninety four uh, patrol cars couldn't catch us, and we would check the road out to see if if there's any cops sitting down there. Yeah. Well, that night we didn't do it. Uh oh. So David comes back down there. And he's mad because June A outrun him. So he asked me what I drive. So I go back up there and I, uh, we rolled off and, uh, and went through the gears and went on down by the big oaks and I outrun him about a foot. So we go back up there and do it again and I get him a little more, maybe a car door. And then June A. So they even now. They tie for tie. Well, they, that ain't how it was. They, they oh. still brag. June A was still bragging about how fast his was. And David still bragging about how fast his was. So the third, the, uh, so June A wanted to do it one more time. And so I go back up out there and we roll off. And I was about a car link in front of him coming by the oak tree and heading towards Shimo. 
like Lynn's tire barn, that's about a mile and a half. And when I come by the oak tree, there was two state trooper cars sitting there with uh, the lights on. Uh oh. And so I just kept going. And I come on down through Reform, went down Barn Street, went back down Candy Creek Road, and then come back uh, down Sandy Cross yeah. and to pick up David. And uh, he wanted to know why I didn't stop and pick him up. <laughs> I said, why would I want to stop with two trade troopers sitting out there? They could see I was in one racing. But uh, David and him never did get along. Did the state troopers see you again after that? Huh? You didn't see them state troopers again after that, did no, you? No, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I went back and got David. He was standing out there, and that's when he asked me why why I didn't stop and pick him up. I was living down on uh, off of 87 on 150, and uh, David come down there with the Sports Fury. They had a girl with him and wanted to borrow my house. At the time, I was single. And uh, I was dating a girl in Burlington. So I told him, I said, yeah, I said, I can ride down to Burlington and spend the night down there. So I go I go out there and get in his car, and he just had filled it up with gas. I get in his car and go up to Francis McKinney's store. And I I pull in, went in, bought me a six-pack, and was going to go to Burlington. Well, there's a boy named Jerry Pascal who had a 55 Blue Chevrolet, had just put a 348 engine in it, uh, had aluminum flywheel and all that stuff, and they just had got it done and wanted somebody to run it. So I go out there and, and we go down there and uh, run from 150 to uh, uh, the end, I think the end of Summers Road, it's about a mile and a half. So I run him, outrun him the first time, and uh, they went and tuned us on it again, and I run him again, outrun him. <coughs> then I run it three or four times, and uh, and they was trying to get the car running right. It wasn't running right. So anyway, a, a boy named Joe McKinney had a 442 Oldsmobile. He pulled up and wanted to know if I'd run it. And I said, yeah. So I go back down there, and I run him. I run him three times, and I run him three times. So then I go on to Burlington, spend the night, and come back the next morning and uh, get in my car to go to work. And David uh, got in his the Sports Fury to to go to work, and he run out of gas <laughs> about halfway to Regal. Was he <laughs> I mad? Didn't turn all the gas out. I didn't pay no attention to it. I just like you know, I was just having a good time. <laughs> Did y'all do racing fuel back then? No. Uh, Was that even done, around or? No, the '56. The '56. I I done some. Uh, racing fuel in it, but it really didn't need it because you could buy, Sunoco gas had some uh, 97 octane gas you could buy. So you didn't really, it ain't, they ain't got that much now, but you, back then was gas, not corn, not corn in it. So I was fixing to buy, say, you could buy high octane gas. So uh, yeah, Roger Earls, he, uh, he, he, uh, give me some, we used to mix it. We put a gallon of it in a tank. You can mix gas like that? I didn't know any of this. It ain't nothing. But, it wasn't nothing. But uh, he, he, they done it right, like racing it at uh, three eleven and places like that. Yeah. But the fifty six would run good without it, so I didn't have to use it. Now y'all went, y'all, you and your guy friends used to go to the beach, though, right? 
Do what? You and David and all y'all used to go to the beach. Because I know when you got married to Mama, y'all went on a beach hiatus. At the beach? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'd go to the beach. But did y'all run down there? Did you race anywhere outside no, of Reedsville? didn't do nothing down there. We didn't know nobody down there. Oh. The only thing we'd done up here was, uh, uh, I never run nowhere except uh, I run in Danville some. A couple of times out on 58th Airport. I took a 56 back over there and run it a couple of times. Is that Shiloh? Like Shiloh? No, it's an airport in Danville. Danville oh. It's not a regional airport on 58. Oh, okay. They used to gather up there about two miles up 58 and race. But over there, you didn't have to worry about cars coming at you. It was a two-lane highway. <laughs> mm. One night, I, one night, me and Dennis Bonder was coming back uh, from Greensboro in the 56. He was driving. And uh, we come down Summit Avenue, and we stopped at the light at Bessemer, and this guy pulled up beside us. Uh, I swear it was a 57 Chevrolet, and uh, pulled up beside us and looked over there and done this. So it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. There wasn't a dang soul on the road. So Dennis could drive a car. So he went through the gears, and we raced from there down to uh, uh, Summit, and then hit 29 and run all the way out to maybe uh, uh, a mile, mile and a half outside of Greensboro. Up to probably Cone, Cone exit. We lived that food sitting still. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's like uh, Dennis now. Dennis had, uh, he went in the Navy with me, and he stayed in 20 years. He had a uh, 67 uh Super Sports. Uh, uh, they had a 396 for 375 horsepower. Anyway, one night we was, I was out at Arnell Lounge on 158 racing, uh, watching racing. I wasn't, my 56 was. Hold on, what was Ar- what's Arnell now? It's, it's, I don't know what it is now, but it's out there at the golf course. At yeah, yeah. But anyway, we, so Dennis comes in, I'm sitting in there, Jimmy Isley run the place, and I'm sitting in there. I wanted to ride back to my car so I could go home and go to bed. So Dennis uh, loves to drive. So anyway, we get in the 67, and he spins out of the parking lot at Arnell Lounge and bounces off a transfer truck's back tires and and hauls ass. Oh, well, we knew we hit the truck, and we come to Reedville, and uh, Dennis all around First National Bank and... Uh, and the police station, all that, riding around, they're all chasing him. <laughs> and we pulled in the parking lot there where Carter Henry Bank is now. And we were sitting there. And uh, uh, Pee Wee Jones, a policeman in Reedville, used to come out on 14 and watch us race. Anyway, he pulled up. He seen Dennis's car and he pulled up. And he he uh, walked up there and to my side of the door, I was in a pastor side, and he said, JP, what in the hell are you doing? And I said, I said, uh, Dennis hit a truck out, John. I said, we was out running law. And he said, uh, <laughs> looked at me, he said, you get nowhere and drive this damn thing and take that damn boy home. And he let me go home with him, and Dennis, they never did catch Dennis. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> That's the second time that happened. Oh, wow. The first time it happened, we was in Eden, and I dated this girl named Lee Nelson. 
and her brother. We was at Seal Test. Ain't nothing good happening in Eden. We was at Seal <laughs> Test, Eden. Uh, got something to eat at Seal Test, and Lee Nelson's brother come over there and was mad at me because I didn't marry her. Anyway, so he, we left, and they chased us. And so Dennis rode all around Seal Test and Dick's drive-in, same thing he done up in Rachel. And uh, we was riding around over there, and I was riding, and Dennis asked me, he said, where's 87 at? And I said, I said, make a left right here. And he made a left, and we come out there where 87 comes into Eden, and we, we, we come through Wentworth at 120 miles an hour. <laughs> they we, chased you? Something else had to happen. Us. We don't we don't know if we were behind us because we done left. We were out of Eden. We were flying. I can't believe they chased you over that. Y'all sure? You sure y'all wasn't t- <laughs> running your mouth? <laughs> oh, that was that was, uh, uh, was back in the, You couldn't do that now. You'd be done run into somebody. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot more traffic on the road now than it was back then to be able to do something like that. Oh, you can't. You can't do that now. What about Burlington? Was what was that story about that one car? You said it was a Corvette that outran you. You never saw him again. Oh no! It I thought it was Burlington. The Cobra Jet. Oh. Uh, no, we didn't. Uh, we didn't. Uh, the first car I ever seen race. Uh, I guess it's when I got to fever. Was uh, I? I said something about a. Uh, they called him Bigfoot. He had a '55 Buick. Uh, and they had 355 engines in them, and he raced out on 14, where we raced. And uh, that's the first race I ever seen. Oh, wow. Was it a lot of people out there? Oh, maybe 15 or 20 people. You you didn't... That's a good crowd. Usually they, usually they just... Usually they're not like what David done. Usually they... Usually they just... Like you just riding around and... Yeah. And you see somebody, you know, and you just... Like you want, they want to run you. That's what it was back then, you know. Did y'all ever go to actual tracks, or was it always back roads? Oh, just always. Uh, like on eighty-seven, uh, I never run on twenty-nine. There's some people that run on twenty-nine double lanes before they got it built. Uh, but I, I didn't. I, I never, never did do that. You know? I mean, he told me about that. Now you I also had. I tell you about me Piedmont drag strip. No. I thought I told you about him at Piedmont Drag Strip and the doctor out running him in a Mustang. No, you told me about the time y'all met him on, y'all met him at a, not at Piedmont. He was over here out on, he was out on 87. Uh, me, and, me and David Diamond went down there one time in the 56 to uh, uh, sell him a record player. David had a record player and uh, he'd sell Ronnie Sox's brother. So we went down there to his shop at Sox and Martin, and we go down there to his shop, and we take a record player in there, and Ronnie Sox and a big dude about my size was shooting pool. And so Ronnie asked David what he wanted to do, and he said, I want, your brother's going to buy this uh, record player. So Ronnie told him, said, you just leave it. We'll take care of it, you know, and David said, I ain't leaving it said he's going to pay me for it, you know. And a few minutes later, his brother come in, and he bought the record player, and David left. So about a month or two after that, we was at Piedmont Drag Strip. I can't blame him. Huh? <laughs> I can't blame him. <laughs> and this, this Ronnie Sox is out there, one of them Barracudas. Oh. Barracuda 
plumber, he was Mopar man. Oh. And this, it was a doctor right there. I thought I told you this story, but it's a doctor right there that had this uh, hatchback Mustang. It was white. It was a 390 uh, four speed. <coughs> and that day he is, he was running everybody out there. That doctor was. He was running. He was run. He had run everybody out there. That Mustang had run everybody out there. So Socks come out there showing his ass, and he challenged the doctor to run. So he goes out there the first time, and they spotted the doctor about four or five car lengths, and he outrun Socks in the Barracuda. And then they run him the second time, and the doctor out outrun him again. So the third time, the doctor couldn't run him because he didn't have no. He had a cool can on the Mustang. So so he had his gas line run through a can. Yeah. And he didn't have no ice. So me and oh. David had a cooler full of ice and beer. <coughs> so we give him the ice. He packed that thing up, goes out there on the drag strip, and they line up again. And Sox is sitting out there, mad as hell because he done got outrun two times by a Mustang. <laughs> and he goes out there and revs that Barracuda up and, and is holding on the brakes. And that thing raised up, and the drive shaft fell out of that son of a bitch, and parts went everywhere. <laughs> and me and David was standing over at the fence, and we was laughing like hell. He was over there calling us all, every kind of son of a bitch it was. And, and the doctor didn't get to run him. <laughs> but he pretty much beat him. Huh? But he beat him. No, that doctor beat him. Right, that's what I'm saying. The he doctor beat, beat him. Beat two out of, uh, he'd have beat him a third time with that damn Mustang will fly. It's the only Mustang I've ever seen that flat ass run. <laughs> that damn Mustang would run. I don't know what it was, but it would run. I was fixing to say, you, you're not a Mustang man. <coughs> but now, so back in that time, though, y'all used to go to drive ins. You'd go sit there and drive into a movie that Eden had a drive in. I think that's the Riesel's never had a drive in. And um, what was the story with um, you and Johnny? Didn't you and Johnny ever go race any, or y'all just hung out some? Oh, we wouldn't race. Johnny was out there with Pam. And... The story about how y'all got in some big fight at a drive-in. Oh, we was uh, we was uh, I was out there with uh, my first wife in in the '56 at the drive-in out at uh, Whitworth, and uh, I'm sitting there watching the movie, and this guy comes running up and says, J.P. said, your sister down yonder, some guys are jumping on her boyfriend. So I get out of the car, and I go over there, and uh, Larry Vaughn had dated Pam some, and, and he was out there going to fight Johnny. So I come up there with four of them, go jump on him, and I said, no, just you and, you and Larry fight. So I, I'm a, I'm I'm standing there, and Johnny and Larry start fighting, and Larry is getting his ass beat, and he pulls out a pipe and hits Johnny in the head. So we go to the hospital. Oh God! And and then we had to stop Mister Summers from jumping on Larry. I was fixing to say. But, 